Hey guys, it's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And today's episode is Stay Woke. Stay Woke. Woke. <laughs> um, so when my daughter goes to work, she works late hours sometimes. And when she is out late, I always have to stay up because I cannot fall asleep until I know that she's got home okay, everything's all right, she's all right. And it just uh, had me thinking about how we also need to stay awake in our Christian walk with the Lord, falling asleep in like the things that we do. And and I couldn't help but kind of relate it to me as, you know, the mom of my daughter and him as the father of me wanting to stay awake for me and me in return needing to stay awake for him in my walk. That was good, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually, it's funny that you say that because seriously, I was thinking about how when I was a little girl, I remember staying at my grandma's house, grandma and grandpa's house, staying in the middle bedroom. That's what we called it, the middle bedroom. I don't know why in the back bedroom, but I would stay in the middle because I was terrified of the back bedroom because there's this picture on the wall of this little girl and it was like, I don't know, she was just like out in an open field just kind of like staring off and it scared me. I don't know why. To this day, that thing's in the closet somewhere because I still don't like it. (laughs) But me and my cousin both were terrified. And so, anyways, I would lay in bed at night and I would literally put my head under the covers because I was so scared. I thought, like, I didn't know what was going to come in the room. It was dark. Like, I I heard stuff. And, you know, you make this stuff up in your mind and you really aren't hearing things. But I remember, like, just laying there and being so scared that I couldn't sleep. And so, that had me thinking about how, like... When we're scared, when things happen to us and they scare us, what are we? We're awake. We're awake. We're more alert to the things that are around us. We're more alert of what possibly could happen. And so that made me think about life and how we really need to stay woke for the things that are around us on many different levels, but especially when it comes to God and like everything surrounding us right now. Well, when it comes to our faith, because when you think about our faith, and we're kind of sleeping on the job. I mean, obviously, we can't sleep on the job. Like, I mean, we'd get in trouble, you know? But, I mean, God is such a sovereign and a grace-filled God that when you think about our faith, we don't want to be, like, sleeping on the job. Um, And that kind of leads me into the scripture I want to read. Um, It's in Luke 12, and it's 35 through 40. Um, It says, Be dressed, ready to... Ready for service and keep your lamps burning like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truthfully, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve. We'll have them recline at the table and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready. Even if he comes in the middle of the night or toward daybreak. But understand this if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his 
house been broken into. You also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Mm-hmm. It's true. If we knew when a thief was coming into our house, we'd be very watchful. Yep. We would kind of stand on guard. We would, I mean, we wouldn't let them, it wouldn't let it happen, you know? And it's the same thing as we have to be watchful. We don't know when God is coming. We don't know when everything's going to happen. And it's kind of like we have to be ready for that same circumstance. And that's when we have to stay faithful and consistent, um, waiting on him. And um, it, it kind of has me thinking, are we waiting? Are we ready? Are we being a faithful watchman? Mm-hmm. In the Old Testament, it even talks about um, being, there was three watchmen who would always watch over until their master were returned. And this is kind of what Jesus is talking about here is there's three watchmen, you know, and there was always someone on watch. And it shows the importance of waiting for our own master. Mm. You know, he is our master. And so we have to be on watch, ready um, for that, for really, honestly, for anything. Staying woke for cir- circumstances that come our way. Staying woke for um, whatever might happen, you know. But most importantly, being faithful, being consistent, but staying awake for when he comes back. Mm. I'm over here thinking about, I mean, think about military. When they're off at war, they have people rotating just like that so that people are watching at all times. Because That's you true. never know when the yeah. enemy's coming over there to sneak. Like, mm-hmm. they're they're just waiting for that opportunity to drop a bomb or, or to do to do something to attack the other the other enemies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like they're just waiting, just like just like the devil. Like he what is this? Prowling like a roaring, roaring lion. lion. And so that's what that reminds me of. And so they're always alert, but the minute they let their guard down or they slack off or someone's dozing off because they're tired, what perfect timing when you've got, let's say, a sniper over there watching what's going on, you know, they're going to they're gonna use that opportunity to attack just like the enemy does us. And you're right, That's like good. we have to be alert at all times and we do fall asleep on the job, so to speak, because what, I'm over here thinking too about like, this is a little bit different, but like 9-11 and how we all as a country came back together. Yeah. People were attending church, people reading their Bibles. They were spending time in prayer. It did something different for our nation and I think other countries that were watching. But as time has gone on and the memory has faded a little bit, I feel like we kind of disconnected from all that again and we lost sight of it. And so now we're not on guard. We're not necessarily... Not all of us are putting in the time that we, maybe we were back during that time, reading our Bibles, staying in the Word, being in church. And so we've taken that time, and, and now that it's more of a distant memory, except for that one time a year when it rolls back around, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that that applies to our everyday life, too, is like when we're not on guard and we're not aware of what's going on, and obviously our world we live in right now yeah. is madness, and it always has been. I mean, growing up as a kid, all I heard was, He's coming back. You better be ready. He's coming back. <laughs> it ain't going to be much longer. I know. And you hear that. And so you grow up thinking, oh, goodness, like, I better get right because he's <laughs> coming back. But as a kid, my in the mind of a child, you're like, i got my whole life. I'll get right when I get older and I'm enjoying uh-huh. life now. But honestly, I truly feel like the end of times, every day we wake up, it's a day closer. But I really feel like we are living the end of times right now. And I don't know about y'all, but I want to be ready. I want to be ready too, but I want to hit on something that you were talking about right then. And it was, you were saying that when we're not awake, that that's when the enemy comes in. 
And it's true because when we do put our guards down and we are not in scripture and we're not praying and we're not consistent and we're not faithful, the enemy finds the littlest loophole, Mm -hmm. the littlest, just the simplest little hole, like a pinhole. And he comes in. And the thing is, is he might not know your weaknesses as much, but when he comes in, he, he means business and he comes to attack. And then when you're not watchful and you're not being consistent and you're not you're not feeling yourself as a a light as a as a lamp that's staying lit when you're not feeling yourself like that and he comes in it's so hard to like fight back because you don't have your armor. You don't have what you need to fight back. You know, you need scripture. You need to to know the word of God. You need these things. And honestly, I have had times in my life where I'm like, I have no idea how to fight. Like, I don't know how to fight back. And I'm, I'm literally speaking from terms of when he comes in with jealousy or he comes in with comparison or he comes in with those mind battles. And in your mind, what you need is you need to know what God says. Mm-hmm. And what the truth is. And if you don't know that, you have no way to like, you're literally thinking about what you do know. I know that I'm jealous right now. I know that I'm comparing myself right now. I know that I'm falling into temptation right now. I know I know those things because I'm living those things. Mm-hmm. But do I know the word of God? Am I living the word of God? Am I preaching those things to myself so that when the enemy does come in, you're like, man, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to fight. And if we don't have that and we're not watchful, just those simple things could last like forever. Mm -hmm. When we're being watchful and we're being mindful and we're staying faithful and we're staying consistent, we're ready. It's just like the scripture said, you know, when a thief comes, you'd be ready. Mm -hmm. If you knew that thief was coming, you'd be ready to protect. You'd be ready to fight and protecting like that is the same thing that God wants us to do. We're so, we, he wants us to protect our minds, protect our faith. Be ready. Be awake. Mm-hmm. He wants those things for us. You know, and then the grace of God, I just, that's the part that I love so much is because the grace of God surrounds us mm-hmm. no matter what we do or how we decide it. And he's right there to fight back for us sometimes or all the time when we're not ready. Mm -hmm. I mean, he fights back and he doesn't mean, he wants all good for us. That's what he wants. And so it's so important for us to stay awake. Even right now, it's so important for us to stay awake. I mean, every day, but to be ready to fight back in these in these times right now where we feel defeated mm-hmm. or we feel overcome by feelings it's so important for us to fight back in my personal life too i have experienced those very things that you're talking about and the enemy always does find that space to come in. He's like a mouse. Like he really really squeeze through the smallest of spaces to get to what he wants to get to. Yeah. And we will have the option to fight him Or the option to just let him take over. And I don't want him to take over my life. I have lived in a place where I have allowed that for longer than I should have. And I was miserable. Yeah. I spent many times just in a dark, depressed hole. I spent time feeling like I had no one and that everyone else was better than me. And I didn't amount to anything. And I never would. And that 
I didn't have any goals or any future for myself because I spent that time comparing to what everyone else had because I let him control me. Mm -hmm. But the minute I surrendered all that over to Jesus and the minute that I made the choice that I was going to spend time in the word and spend time in prayer and dedicate my time to my relationship with God, that's when things shifted and changed for me. And it's not perfect. Every day is a constant choice. And we have mentioned that time and time again. It is up to us to make that choice to serve God with all our hearts every day. Do we backslide? Yes. Do we make the wrong choices? Yes. Do we sin? Every day. Yeah. We're not perfect. We're far from it. But God never said that we would be. He is the only perfect one. And so for myself, I never want to be back in that position. There are days where I struggle more so than others. And if I look back on it and evaluate that day, a lot of times I can find where the enemy slipped in at Mm -hmm. because it could be something as simple as I didn't start my day off either thanking God for what I had or for waking up another day because that's something I try to do every single day. It could be, oh, I haven't listened to worship music today. Let me put that on. Just something simple. The smallest things sometimes open up the biggest doors for the enemy to attack us. Yeah. I was sitting here thinking, too, while you were talking, being watchful also is, if you think about it, you have to be watchful of what you're, what's entering into mm-hmm. your hearts. You have to be watchful of what's entering into what you see, what you hear, what you say, because that's where the enemy can come in, too. Mm-hmm. If you're not watchful, I mean, there's been times, let's get honest, there's been times that I've read something on Facebook, and immediately I'm like, ugh. Like, I can feel it, and I'm like, I need to get off of this because it is bothering me to the point where I don't even understand why this is bothering me so much. Um, There's been times where, you know, stuff like that, the news, you hear something in the news, and your heart is just breaking, and sometimes that just means that there needs to be prayer. Just being watchful for what you allow, and, and that comes with the people that you allow to enter into, and staying awake for those things because really, honestly... Thinking about how we fall asleep. You have to stay watchful. Yes, you do. And I want to read a scripture a little bit in regards to that. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's quite a bit of it. But it's in Matthew. It was when Jesus was praying in Gethsemane. And y'all, I don't know if I'm saying that right. So please forgive me and give me some grace. So when Jesus went there to pray and he was with his disciples, he asked them to be on guard, to be on watch, to stay awake, to be in prayer while he went, you know, to be alone and pray. He came back, not one time, not two times, but three times. And every time he came back, what was it? They were asleep. And he said, can you, he said, couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. So that was after the first time. And then he left him a second time. And when he returned, they were asleep. They couldn't keep their eyes open, and he went a third time, and he said the same things over again. When he came back, he said, go ahead and sleep, have your rest, but look, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. So this is such a powerful story in itself, just because Jesus is about to be betrayed, Um, This is all leading up to the crucifixion and everything that he's about to go through. And while he knew what was about to take place and no one else seemed to understand it or the importance of it, I guess, so to speak, he knew. And he really just needed them to be on guard, to be awake, to be in prayer, and to really just be watching out for him so that he could spend that time in prayer doing what he needed to do leading up to the betrayal because he knew it was coming. 
And um, that alone is just like, wow, like they couldn't even do that. They couldn't do that for him. But how often are we that person, like those disciples where we're falling asleep and our eyes are barely hanging open because we're just so tired. But we have to keep pushing and keep moving forward and keep keep our eyes open and keep our eyes shifted towards heaven because that truly is what will get us through every single day. I love this. I had to turn to my Bible to the scripture because I love this. Because if you point out in my Bible, it points out red for when Jesus is talking. Mm -hmm. And if you turn to that scripture in Matthew, um, you'll see where he says, sit here while I go over there and pray. And then it tells you, it tells, he says, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Mm -hmm. And then it says again, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me yet, not as I will, but as you will. And then he says, couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? And then it says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away, unless I drink it, may your will be done. And then it says, are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come and the son of man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. What? I love about just pointing that out is that, yes, like you said, he was talking to his disciples, but this scripture could be to us. Like he could literally be talking to us at times like, couldn't you just stay awake for one hour? Mm -hmm. Couldn't you just be with me for one hour? Couldn't you just be watchful for my coming for one hour? Um, And then the watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Be watchful for those things around you. All we, we know that we will fall into temptation if we're not watchful of those things that are around us. And then, are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come. This is exactly what we're talking about. We don't know when he's coming back. We have no idea. But look and be watchful. The hour has come. You know, it, it's just so important that we stay awake. Um, stay awake so that we can be Be conscious of what God is doing. Stay awake and be sober-minded, clear of things that can distract you from the will of God, that temptation to stay awake. There is sin all around us. Mm -hmm. Stay awake that the enemy prowls like a roaring lion, like you said earlier. You know, are we staying consistent? And even though sometimes we fall short, God knows our hearts are in waiting. Like Mm -hmm. our hearts are still pure and our hearts are still good. And we're going to fall short. But... Staying awake and watchful. It, this scripture really just pours into my heart right now to know, like, almost like this is Jesus talking to me too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's him talking to his disciples, but he's also telling me to to rise up, to stay awake, to be watchful, and to be in prayer over temptation and over those things so that we're ready. Mm-hmm. Well, and I also, taken away from what you're saying too, is staying awake so we don't miss something so not just not just be staying awake so that you know being ready for when he comes of course that we right. need to do that right but I don't want to fall asleep and miss what he's trying to show mm, me yes. I don't want to fall asleep and miss his plan for me I don't want to fall asleep and and miss um out on like what he has in store for me because the visions and the dreams and the things that he knows that he needs me to do. Yeah. No one else but me. No one yeah. else but you. I don't want to fall asleep on those things and miss that opportunity either because, you know, 
I, I know he's a God of multiple chances, but what I'm saying is like, if we're not careful, we can sleep on it and we can miss it because sometimes yeah. he may only offer it once because if we can't be faithful with what he's given us, mm-hmm. then why should he give us more? Or why should he continue to, to present that to you if we're not doing what we're supposed to do with it the first time? And so I don't want to fall asleep on those things either because I don't want to miss out. Yeah, and missing out, I think about, you know, the times that I have missed out on reaching out to somebody because I have been asleep, you know, like Mm -hmm. I've been not where I needed to be or not conscious of being watchful and being in prayer and stuff like that because truthfully, there's been times that I've been in prayer and someone leads somebody to my heart and then there's been times where I've been so distanced from God that I'm like, I can't even think about, you know what I mean, those things. And so um, I want to be in a position all the time where I'm being watchful of just staying awake so that I can like hear the word of God and I can heal the, hear the will of God and I and I can be ready in position for God to use me. Yeah, and I've had those moments too where I've completely ignored what he was trying to show me of who to speak to or I've just been so tied up and busy in what I was doing and I miss those opportunities and so you always had that tug at your heart or in the back of your mind, like you know what you're supposed to be doing. But when we're not completely opening up our eyes, instead we're turning our backs to what we know or closing our eyes or shutting our eyes on what we know. I mean, it's the same thing for a lot that goes on in the world today. We turn our backs to the things that we know aren't right. Mm -hmm. And slowly we become more accepting of them. Like let's just say certain shows on TV that that we may watch, like Mm -hmm. maybe – Early on, we were like, no, like, I'm not watching this. This, for me, is not good. This is not doing nothing but filling my body with junk, my mind with junk. Those convictions start to kind of, like, dwindle. They do. It's like a slow fade. And that's what I was talking about 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 backsliding is that it's easy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. And so as we do less and less of the things that we were doing more of, it slowly fades away and the enemy quickly comes in Mm -hmm. and those things keep getting further and further away from our hearts and we're not focusing on it anymore and before you know it it's so far gone that we are so far gone and we're having to do so much more work but we're so lost by the time we really realize it. I feel like at times and so you know when we when we turn our backs or close our eyes to the things that are going on around us too like we have to be that mouthpiece and we have to step up and speak out too that we've talked about For the things that are right. But as a Mm -hmm. Christian, that's our job. That's our place. Not to judge. But it's our job and our place to speak up and say, I don't think that's right. Like, this is wrong. Let me show you in the Bible what the Bible says. What God has to say. Yeah. The importance of staying awake. This has really hit me too. Because um, it just shows you how, like, comparable, as I was talking about, my daughter earlier, but how comparable that how he looks at us as his children and how he wants us to be awake. He wants us to be alert. He wants us to be okay. He wants us to be positioned. He wants he wants those things for us. I want to read one last scripture that I had that I wanted to share. Um, it is 1 Peter 4. I'm going to start, let's see, I'll just start in two. It says, you won't spend the rest of your lives chasing your own desires, but you will be anxious to do the will of God. You have had enough in the past of the evil things that godless people enjoy, their immorality and lust, their feasting and drunkenness and wild parties and their ter- terrible worship of idols. Of course, your former friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things they do. So they slander you. 
But remember that they will have to face God, who stands ready to judge everyone, both living and the dead. That is why the good news was preached to those who are now dead. So although they were destined to die like all people, now they live forever with God in the Spirit. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. And so I think out of all that, it's just telling us what we need to be on guard about, telling us what we need to be in prayer about, but most of all, that the world is coming to an end and that as Christians, we've got to get our hearts right, but we also have to do our part to share our hearts with other people that aren't saved before it's too late. Yeah. Uh, what stuck out to me is like probably the last part, because probably that's the only part I remember as you're reading. <laughs> but yeah, but what stuck out to me is earnestly being in prayer, and then it talks about loving others. You know, God tells us so much in Scripture to love others as we love ourselves. But for also, for it to say earnestly be in prayer, it helps me to know and lets me know how important prayer is. Like important, the importance of prayer I mean, we could really do a podcast all on that. But the important importance of prayer is so specific because it opens up a door of fellowship, of worship, of um, like unity, of togetherness, of all of that with God. Mm-hmm. And it also just opens up this ability for you to really like connect on a different level. So that's really like kind of, I'm like, okay, like the importance of prayer, we, we say it all the time is how important it is. But if it's being compared to also how God says for us to love others, it's pretty important. So well, prayer is very powerful, yeah, like so powerful. And so it just does something, it shifts something in all of us when we join together in prayer. I agree. So stay woke. Stay woke. Don't go to sleep. Don't close your eyes. Stay woke. <laughs> Don't get a good night's sleep tonight. I need you to stay awake. Stay no. on guard and be on watch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you had a nice time listening. We will see you next week or talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.